Hello, my name is Andrew Gary, and welcome to Seismic Sound Off in depth conversations in applied geophysics. I am joined by Dr. Gerard Schuster to discuss his new book, Seismic Inversion. The book describes the theory and practice of inverting seismic data for the subsurface rock properties of the Earth and will benefit scientists and advanced students in engineering, earth sciences, and physics. Visit scg.org slash newbooks to learn more. Jerry is a professor of earth science and engineering at King Abdullah University of Science and Technology, KAUST. He is also the co-director and founder of the Center for Fluid Modeling and Seismic Imaging at KAUST. He was the founder and director of the Utah Tomography and Modeling Migration Consortium from 1987 to 2009 and received the SEG Virgil Kaufman Gold Medal Award in 2010. Jerry joins me next. I want you to imagine that you're at the SEG meeting in Houston and you're heading up that escalator when a, a fellow attendee gets on who just learned about your new book, Seismic Inversion. You know, what is your escalator pitch for your book? Well, the book is uh, one-stop shopping uh, because uh, if you're interested in the wide field of inversion, um, you have one book that covers most of the topics available uh, associated with uh, seismic conversion, all the way from uh, the theory for uh, grading optimization methods to travel time inversion to wave equation, travel time inversion, uh, even surface wave inversion, full waveform inversion and all the way to the very end of image inversion as well. So it's one shot stopping for the uh, interested uh, reader. What motivated you to take on writing a book? Well, I'd been interested in this topic since graduate school and seismic conversion, but I never had a chance to practice it very much until I got to Utah. And the best way to practice it, practice something uh, you don't know very well to teach it. So I started teaching my first inversion course, I think it was 1986. And I'd been teaching uh, variations of that course and uh, advanced versions of that inversion course for the last uh, 34 years. And um, just like I create uh, fairly sophisticated PowerPoints, I also uh, wrote uh, chapters for each of the topics I would uh, talk about. And I had improved the chapters year by year. And uh, so I want to encapsulate all these learnings uh, with a uh, book on seismic conversion. And that's what this is. Could you provide a short definition for seismic conversion? It's taking seismic data and extracting from it uh, or inverting from it uh, the rock parameter of interest. So uh, a specific example of that is travel time inversion, where they use as the input data the travel times uh, between sources and receivers for different events. And the output is a, uh, a velocity model of the subsurface. What are, you sort of mentioned it in the, the elevator pitch, what are the various types of seismic inversion you discuss in the book? We go from uh, the simple uh, ray-based travel time inversion, and we uh, go from the basics of that. And the basics, I mean, we actually uh, derive uh, analytical inverses to spe specific problems. And then we progress from there to uh, uh, migration, wave equation migration, which uh, is the foundation for linearized waveform and non-linearized waveform inversion. And then we go to skeletonized inversion, where we don't, where we use a wave equation to invert uh, not all of the wiggles in the traces, but uh, specified portions of them. We call skeletonized data that we think are important. 
but simpler uh, pieces of data we can rely on in the, in the recorded uh, data. And then we follow that with full waveform inversion methods applied to both synthetic and field data. And we finalize the, uh, the book with three chapters on image domain inversion. I was struck by the wide applications of seismic conversion and just going over the various types or, or many types. Who do you see as the audience for this book? Well, I three, see three uh, different types of audiences, uh, first year and second year graduate students. The second type of audience is a professional practitioner. And third type of audience is a uh, general scientist with uh, some familiarity with signal processing and wave equation type methods. Uh, for the, uh, the the book evolved from my courses at the University of Utah and KAUST. And so the initial uh, target audience was the um, uh, first and second year graduate student, or even now the, the advanced graduate student. But I wrote it in a way so that the general scientist who's not that familiar with seismology can dive quickly into the uh, theory because I give them basics of what we do for a living. And um, the professional can use it because we have uh, lots of example code in our computer sections where the scientist uh, who wants to practice this type of uh, methodology can use our codes to get a head start on this. Why did you decide to include those computational labs and the code in your chapters? Because through 30 some years of teaching, I've learned that just telling somebody or having them write something down is insufficient for completely understanding it. The complete understanding is uh, bringing together both the uh, theory and the computational practice of that theory with both synthetic examples and field data examples. What types of challenges does your book set out to solve? Uh, the challenges uh, it sets out to solve is to present a comprehensive uh, overview and theoretical uh, uh, derivation of the many different types of seismic conversion methods there are in our community. And I also uh, wanted to couple the theory with the practice of it by including a uh, uh, large number of computational labs at the end of most chapters. You, you say in the book that the, the book is largely concentrating on inverting seismic data for two things, as, as I saw it, a more accurate velocity model and a reflectivity distribution of the earth. Of those two components, has developments in technology most impacted one or the other? Well, I think the most important uh, uh, parameter we'd like to invert for from seismic data is that of velocities because velocities tells you where the re reflections are coming from. If you don't have an accurate estimate of the velocity model, you're not going to be able to tell you tell us where the uh, uh, reflectors are located. So uh, of the two, I think uh, velocity model is, is the starting point to getting a good reflectivity model. You encourage geophysics students in your distinguished lecture interview to learn more about rock physics and geology, something you wish you had had kind of learned more about, you know, why, why do you think that is important for students and young professionals? Well, I think it's important to learn about rock physics and geology because that is what, how you connect the wiggles in your seismic traces to the reality of the world we live in. Geology gives you that big picture of how things got to be where they are. And rock physics tells us the micro picture of how to connect the, uh, the, the physics 
of uh, what we actually have in front of us to rock. You said that you've been working on this book since you started teaching at the University of Utah. You know, what have you learned on the subject when you went to go and put kind of the final manuscript together for the book uh, that you didn't know before putting it all together in, in a single text? Well, I didn't have a, I only had a superficial knowledge of uh, image uh, domain inversion methods. Uh, but the book forced me to uh, uh, read widely and learn more deeply about uh, a comprehensive view of the image domain inversion methods. And that's what I tried to capture in the last three uh, chapters of my book. And that's really the new thing that uh, I learned that I didn't really know before. How have advances like full waveform inversion impacted seismic inversion? Well, there was a recent article um, in one of the oil journal magazines uh, about six months ago that uh, I think it was on the leading page of it, how, um, how uh, one of the big oil companies, I think it was uh, BP, had discovered for the first time this large oil deposit beneath salt, and they claimed they could not have been able to see what was there uh, unless they had the full waveform inversion technology. So I think it's starting to have a big impact with some of the oil companies in discovering uh, new deposits beneath salt and uh, around the salt banks. What were some of your takeaways, be it personal or professional, in writing this book? Well, my, my, uh, the, the one thing I noticed uh, in writing this book, when I was trying to bring it together, I would be asking my uh, students or former students to provide code uh, to help understand the theory better. And uh, to everybody I asked, everybody, they were so generous in their time to put together the code and help me debug the code and get it ready for, uh, for publication. So I'm uh, very appreciative of my students and former students who have helped me in this endeavor. Do you see seismic inversion as a culmination of your pioneering work on seismic interferometry, imaging, and just your general long career in geophysics? I think I consider it to be a culmination of my long career in geophysics and teaching uh, for many years at University of Utah and continuing on so at Cal's. I think it's the encapsulation of a lot of different methods we used, and uh, I think that's the right word for it, uh, and developed over the last 30 some years. What do you hope the readers of your book take away? I hope they will learn not only the uh, detailed mathematical details of the theories, but also their intuitive uh, interpretation of what the math means. And I also want them to uh, have the ability to practice the craft of seismic conversion. And that's where the computational labs come in. So the combination of both theory and practice of uh, implementing seismic conversion is the key message in the book. Is there any other final thoughts you would like final to share to like help to share, uh, motivate individuals to look at your book and, and purchase it? Well, I think some of the ideas that uh, we promoted uh, uh, you know, some time ago have not caught on, but I think... Uh, I think uh, those ideas will eventually catch on. And one of them in particular, I think, is this migration deconvolution procedure that uh, appears to be a, a much uh, less expensive procedure than least spurs migration and perhaps uh, as, if not more, effective than it. And that's not widely recognized now, but I think uh, 
I'm hoping the book will help convince some more readers that this might be true. Visit seg.org slash new books to buy Seismic Inversion today. SEG members save 45%. The book is also available as an ebook. If you enjoy the show, please review us on iTunes. Your review helps others like you find the show. Subscribe to Seismic Sound Off on the podcast app of your choice to receive the latest episodes first. Season 1 of Seismic Sound Off is sponsored by the SEG Wiki, home to hundreds of biographies of key geoscientists, geophysical tutorials, and core content from the science of applied geophysics. Visit wiki.seg.org to learn how you can grow the world's first online geophysics encyclopedia. Original music by Zach Bridges. This episode was produced by Isaac Farley and hosted, edited, and produced by me, Andrew Gary. Special thanks to Susan Stam, SEG Books Manager. Thank you for listening. This is Seismic Sound Off, signaling off.